a fabulous idea of how this starts <laughs> because uh, I just I have this mental image in my head of uh, some uh, older person, gray hair, sort of stocky, this is Durham, uh, sitting at a table, pinching the bridge of the nose, uh, listening to other people talk and slash or argue. I don't know what the rest of you are talking and slash or arguing about, but I do know that at this point in time, Durham is very done with every single one of you. And um, I think at this point in time, Durham is also holding a baby gem worm because reasons. Let's bring your child to work, though. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Raina, who is, uh, Raina is a, uh, Eclipse Phoenix person, uh, with more purple in her plumage than, like, some other Eclipse Phoenixes will have, uh, and she has a, uh, like, mid-sized robot dog with her who has, like, um, uh, a, a, a safety vest on. <laughs> because he he's 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 a um he's working. What is the word I'm looking for? He's a, a service animal. A service animal. Service yes. animal. Thank you. He's a service dog. Um. Yes, uh, Reyna, uh, isn't speaking. Uh, she's signing. Is the dog? Translating uh, her uh, uh, sign language as necessary, yes, as well as uh, making sure that um, I had a thought and it left me muted. Yes, it is. It is translating. <laughs> just making sure in general. It's just yes. ensuring the situation is locked down. <laughs> Uh, Hugh is also an Eclipse Phoenix person, but a much older one. I don't know what age looks like for Eclipse Phoenixes. Other feathers get, like, a little thinner, a little scragglier, less, like, bright. They get a little bit more dull with age. Um, and Hugh, Hugh speaks sign language and is, uh, frantically but not very grammatically signing that this is the place the place i found the records the place is here and also saying it at the same time march is a um is a human person uh she is uh rather short uh she is uh four foot seven um, she has uh, fairly long hair pulled back, uh, like curls pulled back into a ridiculously large ponytail, and she is wearing a flat cap. Um, she also has uh, three of the bento boxes from uh, the the shop in the uh, in the intro, um, and she is uh, kind of like picking at them, 
Like C's eyes were bigger than C's stomach, and uh, C is now just trying to you know reconcile that. So like C has like a California roll from one of them, and then like you know a little bit of some like marinated rice or something from another, and then yeah. Oh, buddy. <laughs> uh, C is contributing to uh, you know both conversations, but isn't actually adding anything. C is like emphasizing bits that don't need to be emphasized. C is contributing in sign language, but like, like someone signing at you in Middle English, like overly formal, like you know what I mean. Oh um, Good like if someone was taught sign language Latin, which you know no. what I mean. It isn't isn't a thing, but isn't helpful and adds like an additional ten seconds of like what what are you saying and translation. <laughs> the service dog is frequently having to like process it for Reina mm -hmm. and then out loud just in like robot dog voice just be like whatever the fuck. <laughs> Love said. the notion that C is like signing and then the dog is still having to translate. <laughs> Cause Reina gets like half of it, signs what? <laughs> and then the dog says what out loud looks at March, and then translates. Also, March has a, a set of chopsticks in one hand, so is also signing with one hand sometimes. Um, so it's it, okay. none, of it, none of it's good. Having to fingerspell some shit. Mm-hmm. Having to spell using a California roll once or twice, yeah, it's, it's bad. So what's particularly annoyed Durham about this? I can't imagine what could be what could be. Considering <laughs> <anything. laughs> there's very little actual talking happening, <laughs> 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 sign language and a robot dog translating all of it. <laughs> I'm just imagining uh, what is Reina even saying right now. Uh, I think Reina is going through safety protocols with everybody. Uh-huh. So it's, it's you're getting her signing, and then the robot dog uh, translating. Um, we're going into uh, unexplored tunnels, and we all need to make sure that, one, we stay together. I have this rope holds up a rope rather than signing the word rope. Uh, we are going to attach ourselves to each other with it. Uh, you all have flashlights, extra batteries, water. We have rations just in case. Uh, you need to make sure that you do not wander away from the rest of us. These are the things that you need to do to let others know that you uh, see something, or you're in trouble, or X, Y, and Z. I have bandages and other emergency supplies with me we are doing our best not to disturb the gem worms because there's going to be a lot of them and a lot of them means that they can very easily hurt us <laughs> there should be one very big one and the Who supposed says? very big one, yes, which can definitely hurt us if it exists. Durham, like, uh, does something with the gem worm. I think it's, like, crawling on Durham, like, you know how kittens do? 
And it's just like, uh, we can't Does take the rope. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it's like a lindworm type thing. Sure, why not? That 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 is a a, a type of dragon that lives in a well. Yeah. And it's extremely long. And it's got feet. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, like, Durham is just like, uh, we can't take the rope. It's gonna get snagged on everything. <laughs> Signs at uh, Durham, like, okay, what do you propose we do instead to make sure that we don't get separated from each other? Don't get separated from each other! <laughs> And like the look That's under. A fantastic plan. How how are you going to enforce it? Sarcat the 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 very like tired doneness of somebody trying to keep people safe definitely <laughs> being heard through the robot dog's tone. <laughs> and Durham just like gestures. Uh, I assumed you all wanted to find the thing. Don't wander off. We're going into a literal warren. Yes, and I it's think- it's true. The oh, I beg your pardon. Go on. No, 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 no. You go, Will. Uh the the go on was in character. Uh, in that case, <laughs> I think Durham, like, pulls the baby gem worm, uh, off one shoulder by way of demonstration <laughs> and, uh, finger spells because, uh, one hand is occupied with baby gem worm trying to walk through the air. Uh, I'm aware. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a stupid rich person solution to using ropes instead of just using ropes. I mean, my obvious pitch would be extremely high-end, like, walkie-talkie situation. Well, do, we wouldn't do, need do, to... Please. Uh, I was about to say, is your character going to mention that out loud? Yeah, I, I think so. I think, um... Well, you know, if... Uh, if, if If ropes would be too much, I wouldn't want to get everyone tangled. Why don't we just uh, bring in some additional technology? With the wonders of modern technology, uh, catching this thing should be a breeze. He says, naively. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of uh, signs at... uh, Signs at... See, like, what kind of technology? Uh, See, rolls, uh, say, arise. Um... (laughs) Well, the most modern of communications technology, of course. Uh, it shows up half an hour later and is those incredibly boxy, like, walkie-talkies, you know, those ones which are designed for, like, construction sites or whatever? Mm-hmm. Unlike, the Nokia's. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, in and theory, they're yes, useful, but they're not, it's, like, they're not designed to go that far underground, so, like, they get a little fuzzy if you go around corners and things, or if you talk too loudly, or if you talk too <laughs> quietly. Well, that's going to be better than cell phones, at least, because cell phones aren't going to get any any kind of reception. And I don't have one anyway. You don't have a cell phone? 
No. Oh, here. Uh, sh- see, hands you one. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. You're I've a- got like six. My parent keeps confiscating them, but she doesn't realize that I have several more. Durham looks at the cell phone, and like everybody except March can tell, Durham did not want this and is not grateful for it. Durham immediately starts getting notifications from Space Snapchat. <laughs> They're all from Muffin. (laughs) (laughs) I just realized the character's name is Muffin, and now I'm just thinking of the Bluey character. Ah, that's probably where I got it from. (laughs) I think Durham's gonna try and feed the cell phone to the baby gem worm. I mean, it is technically full of gems and precious metals, so it'll probably eat it. Mm, Delicious silicone. (laughs) Crunch. (laughs) <laughs> just takes just a kind comedically of like, large bite out of it. <laughs> watches that for a second and then is like, okay, anyway. Okay, we have walkie talkies. Does everybody, everybody has their rations, everybody's packs are packed correctly. We have our camping gear in case we need to stay down there for longer than necessary. Don't robot voice translating everything. Uh, Q just does the biggest thumbs up. With both thumbs. Durham has a bag. It's not the bag that Reyna has packed. <laughs> and- well, Reyna didn't pack bags for everybody. Reyna provided the supplies and expected everybody to pack their own bags. March has but- someone hired to carry Sia bag. <laughs> of course. Durham has a bag, and it's too small to pack everything that Reyna included. Is it like one of those little backpacks that you get that are more of like a fashion statement than an actual functional backpack? No, 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 no. It's an actual functional bag, but like Durham has... uh, Durham is basically like, I have my own setup, I know how to get down there, I have my own supplies, and it's just... Basically, not paying attention to Raina. <laughs> you know what? I take much. back what I said. Raina puts a bag down next to Durham. Like, <laughs> You're gonna need this, <laughs> and it's like a big camping bag. <laughs> and then looks, and then looks at, at March, and March's hired person. Kind of. Uh, March is currently feeding one of the other spare phones to the uh, baby. <laughs> March, you can't, we don't have enough there's not enough room to bring they like person. it I'm not talking about the worm and the phone I'm talking about the fifth person what fifth person? the person you hired to carry your backpack oh they don't count it's fine no they do count we do not have the supplies for a fifth person well they can just carry their own supplies as well can't you and the no. servant just looks around like what <laughs> Okay, what if I buy another robotic dog, we do and not then have that the time. carries the supplies for the we servant, have, and then no. the servant carries the supplies for me? Mix Muffin, you have to carry your own backpack, and you need to send your servant home. 
All right. Well, he's still being paid for the day, so um, I don't know. Just run circles around the compound. We'll be back for, before nightfall, I'm sure. I think so he kind Dur- of begrudgingly takes the backpack. <laughs> uh, I think Durham, like, uh, leans in to whisper to the servant, uh, like, uh, she, uh, like, uh, you, you can take one of those. I don't think she's going to notice. <laughs> Talking about See, one of the uh, bento boxes? Yeah, the bento boxes. <laughs> Uh, C immediately like lost all object permanence for them as soon as the jamworm started chewing on one of the phones. <laughs> Raina shoulders her backpack. Um, the robot dog, uh, who I have decided that their name is Bingo. Um, Excellent. Uh, Bingo also has a backpack with supplies in it, uh, but it is not a very large backpack, and it is all like perishable stuff like stuff that it's easy for them like to go through it or lose it or it to get messed up so it's like okay we're gonna give some to the robot dog to make sure that we have these mm-hmm. as well as a spare set of walkie-talkies okay are we ready to go in the tunnels we have to get in there now or else they're going to fill up with worms Durham picks up the baby gem worm uh, and the remains of the second cell phone that got fed to it, picks up uh, the bag that Raina did not pack, and is heading for the door. Durham, you have to take the other backpack. Durham holds up the backpack that Durham uh, already packed. Don't worry, I got it. Face palms. <laughs> Picks up the backpack and attaches it to Bingo. <laughs> Which is about the dog's weight limit. Dog cannot be ridden. Noted. Um, <laughs> okay. Q starts following Durham. Much, of course, implicitly trusts Durham, so also follows along. Yeah, um, Reyna's gonna take up the rear. And as they are, like, heading into the tunnels, like, signals to the, um, the servant, like, go home. (laughs) 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 You do not need to be here. Oh, I was thinking we were already- into the tunnel, like, um, I thought we were already in the tunnel. Just think servants counted. What Dirk? It could oh. be like this is base camp or something. Yeah, because like I'm I'm definitely imagining like I said, Durham lives near uh where the gem worm is, so I was thinking we were at Durham's place. Oh, I thought this was like outside of whatever the entrance to this warren for gem worms is. Mm. I don't know, Dur- Durham's place true. could be here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Durham specifically moved out here just to be, but to because <laughs> you know what? That's legit. Uh, but yeah, so I think Durham is uh leading the way, has baby gem worm uh like tucked under an arm. 
All right. So now we are moving into the next scene, which is Philo's scene. Um, so I think this is probably a shorter scene, uh, and it's it's kind of a few cuts across time, but uh, it is March. Uh, C has a uh, hmm. Um, I don't know if that's what one of these is called. I don't think it is. Um, she has a uh, C has a harmonica, uh, but it is like a harmonica style thing where you where you blow into it, and it's also got keys like a piano. Um, I know. Melodica. What the thing looks like a melodica. C has a melodica, um, and despite being told repeatedly to stop, uh, C will occasionally just turn on the uh, walkie-talkie comms channel and uh, play a few notes. Um, and it's like it's probably three separate cutaways of like a worm roar rumbling in the background in response to this. Uh, it is you know a a rest period. And um, C is trying to tune this melodica. Um, it's like, it's extremely unclear how C even managed to fit it in C backpack. It is, uh, you know, probably like a meter tall. It's, it's sizable. And uh, C, C continues to fidget with it. Reyna is doing her level best not to get frustrated with this. <laughs> I think Hugh is recording the worm roars that come in response. Interesting. Durham is definitely measuring the melodica uh, with eyes and trying to decide, can this gem worm eat that? Like, uh. <laughs> I don't think gem worm having been fed like two more cell phones. <laughs> yeah. Yep, because Durham, you, like you, like you can see it in Durham's eyes. Durham is just like, can this gem worm eat the melodica? And again, the gem worm is like a uh, a little bit shorter than a a large person's forearm. So no, it could not eat this melodica. But especially after <laughs> having eaten four cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't grow that fast. No, you need to give them way more cell phones for that. No, I mean, its tummy is full with four cell phones. That too. It's probably, like, <laughs> snoozing. It's very cute. Curled up on top of, like, a backpack somewhere. On somebody's mm -hmm. backpack. Um, Reyna has probably been, like, fending off smaller worms that have been, like, coming in response to the melodica noises. <laughs> I think uh, Durham just keeps like picking up the baby gem worm and moving it around and I think Durham keeps trying to like put the baby gem worm in proximity to Reyna and she doesn't let it happen <laughs> and Durham's just like okay now I was gonna move out of like controlling Reyna to the atmosphere around us which is a gem worm just kind of after, so, so oh goodness, so um, March plays notes again over the fucking walkie-talkies, despite the fact mm -hmm. that we are all literally maybe even two to three feet away from each other. Yep. So you so, hear not only the horrible, because uh, C hits a bum note trying to do the uh, national anthem. Um, so you not only hear this terrible kind of warbling song. 
But you hear it repeated four times from four different walkie-talkies around the camp. Yeah, like a mid-size um, gem worm launches itself, like breaks through like the tunnel wall next to March, and just, oops, no more melodica. <laughs> like, it just snatches it out of out of seer hands and like scurries away. <laughs> Is that it? Is that the big red one? C says, chasing it. No, she throws a shoe at it. Fucking grabs her to stop. No, that's grabs actually one of the smaller ones. Going after it. Oh well, it's probably going to be bigger. Mm-hmm. What with my melodica and all. Go Maybe this will be shoe. the next one we hunt. Go get your shoe. What? You threw your shoe oh, at yes. it. Go get your shoe. Well, normally I'd have servants to deal with this. Raina? Maybe don't play instruments over walkie-talkies. I don't see how that has anything to do with my shoe. C says. You threw your shoe! <laughs> stomping across Sulkin <laughs> to put C's shoe back on. C's wearing, like, sand shoes. I think, um... Raina, like, uh, taps something on a watch, which temporarily makes uh, Bingo ignore her and she signs to uh, uh, to Hugh. Can we leave her here? <laughs> uh, March now on non now on the return trip signs back Black Forest Ghetto in Latin. <laughs> Sorry, what you were saying? Uh. Hugh, Hugh is seriously considering it. <laughs> Bingo makes a beep that shows that uh, it is uh, paying attention to conversation again. Beep. Now recording. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's that shutter click that every single horror podcast uses for recording. We all know the we all know the the, the sound effect. We've all found it on freesound.org. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Right, third scene. My scene. <laughs> uh I think at this point it is um we've been it's been fucking hours. It has been hours that we've been down here and it's gotten to the point where like we have to stop for like the air quotes night um and we're in a a like uh it's not a side tunnel but it looks like it was started as one and then the gem worms were like actually nah we don't want to go this way for whatever reason um so we've made camp in there with, like, a little camp stove to, like, heat food on and shit. And Raina has made everybody put up, like, their tents for sleeping in. <laughs> Big, like, Atlantis the Lost Empire, everybody's trapped underground vibes. <laughs> um, The servant, Bingo is, like, standing watch at the, the entrance to this, like, little space. Hugh is sitting um, a little behind Bingo, watching 
the worms go by and occasionally taking pictures. I think Durham is definitely dinner for everybody. Aww. Oh, was Durham gonna do it? Oh, no. Uh, no. Uh, Durham is, um, like, watching the baby, uh, gem worm, which has woken up and is, like, eating, uh, but, like, eating the ground. And Durham is definitely, like, guiding the baby gem worm to eat uh, in a path around the camp. <laughs> Q is going to um, watch this and say, Fascinating! What is March doing? Uh, March took an hour longer than anyone else to put up their tent and is now fruitlessly trying to uh, text Tom. And uh, there is just no calm signal down here. Uh, C has now swapped uh, to the walking boots that Raina told Seer to actually bring, uh, but C had been stubbornly refusing to put on, and now has blisters on Seer feet. <laughs> That'll do it. C's tent is also just not noticeably more expensive than anyone else's. Yeah, that figures. That makes sense. Like it's not probably better, but here. it's definitely more expensive. <laughs> After a while of of March trying to like repeatedly hitting retry on sending a text message, mm -hmm. I think Reina just kind of reaches out, puts a hand very gently over the phone, and then signs. You're not. There's no signal down here. You're not going to be able to send a message. Um, does C sign a response? Does C sign, or does C just say it out loud? Yeah, probably just says it out loud. Like, C's just feeling a little bit frustrated and thought this was kind of being, uh, going to be... I think C normally... Uh, C has funded these kind of expeditions in the past, but doesn't normally come on them. And I think oh. C parent was like, listen, I, of course, don't mind you spending thousands of credits worth of our family's money, but... You know, you should you should go out and do an honest day's labor. Go down into the into the worm tunnels, uh, uh, you know, with them. And worst comes to worst, you'll have your servant with you. And uh, so, C is feeling a little bit homesick. Oh, mm. poor thing. <laughs> it's just had to uh, send the servant home. <laughs> they're not only paid to be here; they're also my best friend. Oh god, that's sad. Uh, oh. I think uh, C reaches into C a backpack, uh, and despite the fact that this should have been, you know, packed to Reina's uh, specific uh, specifications, uh, does take out a box of bento and starts chewing on that glumly. Raina's not gonna like say anything to that. It's just gonna let that happen. As there's uh, like a box of emergency flares still on uh, Durham's kitchen table or something. <laughs> it's fine. First um, aid kit. Keeps keeps cooking whatever uh, she's cooking for dinner, which is probably just like not easy easy to make camp food. You know, mm -hmm. it is. 
toast, bacon, stuff like that. Um, and then after, like, making the food, making sure everybody has food and is eating, has been drinking water, any anything that needs addressed, like, um, uh, isn't gonna, like, leave, uh, March's blisters to just exist, is going to actually, like, treat them. Uh, and then sits, claps her hands together, to which Bingo barks. <laughs> and then, uh, because Bingo is standing watch, uh, looks over at Hugh. Uh, does Hugh speak or is this Hugh sign only also? Hugh speaks and signs. Okay, uh, Raina's gonna ask Hugh, uh, can you translate for me since Bingo's standing watch? Oh, sure. Okay, let's tell some stories before we decide to turn in for the night. Awesome. Um, Hugh will tell a story that is basically Cinderella, <laughs> but um, with culturally. <laughs> No, I don't think so. I think it's a, a, a pretty traditional Cinderella story, except mm-hmm. without any gender in it. Remember so it's just... Gender. Yeah. It's just um, two evil step-siblings. I don't think they're even described as ugly, because that's a preoccupation that's pretty gendered. Um, Who treat the hero poorly and um and then there is a celebration for the birthday of the princess and the hero gets invited but doesn't get to go and then the spirit of the hero's dead parent comes and says you can wear my ghost dress <laughs> and ride the ghost carriage. It'll all disappear at midnight. Exactly. So it's Cinderella, but instead of a fairy godmother, it's ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Philo in chat. I've seen this version of Hamlet. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Reyna tells a story about. Uh, twin dragons in space. Like, this is like an old, quote-unquote old story, but it's like an Eclipse Phoenix myth about twin dragons in space that make Mm -hmm. up, that uh, fought for thousands and thousands of years and their deaths make up, uh, in in their deaths they dissipated into two uh, arms of the uh, galaxy. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's 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 an old myth. Reyna doesn't tell it particularly well, but she does her best. Uh, I think um, I totally forgot my character's first name. Mom. This is the only issue with having multiple characters across uh, across the game, and also me recording at midnight. Um. March tells the, um, like, the middle 
of a trilogy of stories. Um, <laughs> like, because he's like, oh, this was always my other parents, you know, favorite favorite part of the story. So I'll just tell that bit, and that's the bit I remember best because you know, see a parent that would 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 tell that, and that was the bit that she uh, was always most uh, enthused about. Um, but it's it's like. <sighs> I like the Lord of the Rings. I think they're pretty. They're pretty good. The Two Towers is the worst one. Like I don't think it's. I don't think it's crazy to say that. Um, like just it's a it's a lot of long battle scenes and and not 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 a great deal else. And um, I don't think it comes across well in telling, particularly by the fact that um, you know this is these are bedtime talk stories that Sia was Sia was told when she was younger. So she's probably like read the book and been like. Ugh. This isn't as good as my other parent talking through it, and C isn't much of a storyteller. And also, occasionally, when C reaches complicated concepts or what have you, C will be trying to sign them at the same time, but using incorrect terminology or archaic terminology, and so it ends up taking about three times longer than it needed to. (laughs) (laughs) C is doing Seer best. C is doing Seer best, but like. Because it's the middle story, C keeps introducing characters. Like, you know, oh, oh, okay, and Gollum's here now, and by the way, this is who Gollum is, and describes a quarter of the preceding book, and... (laughs) Incredible. Mm. Um, I think Durham tells a very short story... And uh, tells it in sign as well as aloud. And um, the story is uh, basically um, beans. <laughs> is it Return of the King? Because it, of it so is, gra- is, great. Is it just the story of the worm? Uh, yeah, I, I, th- I think it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's like about gem worms. It's like an old, old story. Uh, and Durham is like, this is a story that is, uh, passed down in my family in particular. And uh, we've heard this story for. <laughs> um,. But it's it's Philo basically. Again, I've also seen this version of Hamlet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but you know how, like in fairy tales, uh, the hero will get told a story that will eventually turn out to help them with like dealing with whatever trial they're going to deal with. Yes, that is the story yeah. Durham tells. Durham's story is like the story within the story that you get told. <laughs> Ah, uh, so. yes, see. Uh-huh. But, uh... That's all I got. Then we all go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and my scene is the next morning when we find the, um, the spill of raw gold out of the gem worm's hoard. 
we find an unusually big tunnel and, or, well, Durham leads us to it and we start following it and, uh, start seeing. So I'm thinking the gem worms can't digest gold because it doesn't react with much. Uh, so we keep seeing like streaks oh, so of gold. gold. Just like gem worm shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Uh, you're not wrong. It's like regular, like actual earthworms, but instead of just pooping out dirt, it's the gold. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Is it um, like? Is it, like, co- coagulated together, so it's, like, incredibly refined, just huge lumps of gold? Yes. <laughs> Love this. Uh, the baby uh, gemworm probably excreted some uh, last night from the phones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The microchips and whatnot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, as they're walking through this, the the shot of March is she just has one of these chunks under serum, <laughs> and Raina has signed to everybody else after turning Bing like Bingo's listening off for a second. Don't tell her. She's just like, what? It's shiny. (laughs) (laughs) And then we reach the opening to a gigantic cavern. And the big worm is asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Very Neopets the ice worm vibe. (laughs) Can we dart in and steal what we need to steal before it wakes up? I think at this point, Reyna actually turns Bingo's vocals off so that uh, it doesn't talk. <laughs> excuse me while I put my dog on mute. Yeah, excuse me while I put my dog on mute. And then signs to everybody because it has been proven at this point that everybody does in fact know how to sign and understands her. Mostly. Looks at March Muffin. <laughs> of the Muffin family. <laughs> Do you know the Muffin Man? The Dumb 14 Muffin family, for the record. The Dumb <laughs> 17 Muffin family are our bitter rivals. <laughs> um, there was a Romeo and Juliet situation, and both of them ended up dead, and, you know, what if the family's rivalries then just continued, but much worse? Oh god. <laughs> uh, signs for everybody to like fan out uh, and look for the gem. And uh, Durham like immediately makes uh, like a throat cutting gesture, like no, and holds up a finger, holds up the baby gem worm, and uh, confused and questioning look. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like Durham. Holds the baby gem worm up at eye level, turns around, heads towards where the big McGem worm is resting. Big McGem uh, huge. 
Big McLarge. So named after the New Hampshire McGemworms, who were tragically all killed by the Red Gemworms' first assault. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, like, the baby gemworm is definitely doing, like, that, uh, I'm definitely trying to get somewhere with the little leggies thing. <laughs> like, it's swimming And, here. um, Durham, uh, Sets the baby gem worm down. It skitters over to McLarge huge gem worm. Skitter, and skitter, it makes this like adorable. It's not adorable. It's a, a unpleasant. It's like the babiest version of the roars we heard uh, yesterday. Uh, so it's, it's probably adorable to somebody. Yeah, it's tiny and screechy. <laughs> and, um... Just goes, eek! Play. And, like, McLarge, huge gemworm, wakes up. And, uh... Rita freezes! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, like, baby gemworm skitter, skitter, skitters over. And they start playing together. <laughs> McLarge Huge is not paying attention to any of us anymore. And, That's uh, adorable. <laughs> Hugh takes pictures. <laughs> yeah, Durham comes over, uh, very deliberately places hands on everybody's shoulders, uh, like, uh, shoulders to elbows, uh, basically, like, spreading the scent of the baby gem worm on everybody, spends an extra moment with Raina, um, and, uh, then, like, gestures with a finger. Just like, okay, now follow me. Hugh is gonna follow. Right emotions for everybody to follow and follow. <laughs> Looking extremely concerned in, in her best bird way. <laughs> yeah, because, like, McLarge Huge is no longer concerned with us, but is still Mclarge Huge. <laughs> Eventually, have to like duck under the tail, which is like swishing back and forth. Mm-hmm, I know mm-hmm. that a worm is all tail, but still, yes, it's so, got leggies. The, the, Some part of it is is body. Mm, that's true. Okay, it's like enough. a giant ferret. <laughs> With, like it's like somebody took the ferret and was like, "We're just gonna make you longer." That's okay. a Deline. <laughs> not that much longer. <laughs> and we find the gem? Yeah. Uh like Durham knows exactly where the gem is. <laughs> what is extra about it that wasn't in the tales? Since we got a victory, like the focus item has been added to. It's set in a piece of jewelry that looks like it's made for a giant. <laughs> Ooh, like a like, necklace or like a big old ring or what? Like a big old ring, because like I'm imagining this is a gem like the size of your torso. How the fuck? Oh, that's a big ass gem. <laughs> the good and, thing I ate all my supplies last night. <laughs> I think like, Raina kind of gives Durham a look, and then signs. How the fuck are we supposed to get this back? <laughs> Much signs language.
And um, I think Durham, like, uh, pulls the collar of the shirt away and, like, does something at the chest. And there's, like, a... Like, steam coming out. And then Durham grabs, like, you know the thin bit of a ring? Durham grabs the thin bit. And, um... Like, pulls it. And, um... You're just gonna drag it the whole way. Yep. No, we're not doing this. And makes Durham carry the large pack that had to be put on Bingo so that they can attach the ring to Bingo. (laughs) Jeez Louise, can Bingo carry that much? Bingo can drag it. Warranty, but (laughs) Durham is visibly impressed. (laughs) Are we just leaving the baby worm here? It'll be fine. Yeah, it's a baby. It's fine. But it's it's imprinted on Durham. Yeah, it's a baby. It's fine. I vote that the end of this is we get outside and the baby worm is out there waiting for us. <laughs> Aww. Like it got out somehow before us because it can move faster. Uh-huh. Because it can just dig straight up. It just runs in, in circles around Durham. <laughs> and Durham just like picks it up. <laughs> and then it poops gold and this is this is how Marsh finds out that the gold is poop. <laughs> just like pauses at the roof of this huge uh, the opening to this huge tunnel going down looks at the uh, the worm pooping it out goes nope and tosses it underarm back down and you just hear it go like <laughs> as it falls back down again <laughs> I'm never leaving the house again <laughs> That might be for the best. <laughs> Yay, we did one round. We've Yay, done we it. One round. <laughs> so after each round, uh, at the end of it, we discuss what happens in the immediate aftermath. Like, who lives, who dies, what happens to our characters as the camera leaves them. They should each have a one-sentence epilogue. What happens to our focus item? Is it kept in storage? Hastily stashed away or lost to time. Um, if our focus item is broken, how is it broken? Is it repaired? If it's amended or added to, how so? And then we move forward in the time period. So, starting with Dirk, what happens to your character in the aftermath? Um, I think. Durham starts to teach people how to better interact with the gem worms and to better avoid, like, getting shit damaged. And I think, like, at some point in the future of this particular society, we're going to see a lot of people with baby gem worms. Oh, that's cute. 
McMuffin. Uh, Mops writes a book. Is it about uh, why you should never go into the caverns by March Muffin? No, it's a retelling of the second of the Lord of the Rings books, but in a more streamlined manner. Um, it cuts down on a lot of the fighting and focuses on the inter-character dynamics. She also adds a romantic subplot that wasn't present in the original work. <laughs> but it gets published because she's rich. Because she's yes. rich. Yes. Uh, C has six uh, baby um, baby worms. Reina, uh, I don't think much changes for Reina beyond she gets hired for more things as a safety person because of this. <laughs> She's fine otherwise. <laughs> she does not work for Durham ever again. <laughs> Does the she work for March ever again? The muffins keep hiring her, and she's just like, "I hate this, but it's really good money." You get, to, you get like safety consultant roles for a garden party, and you're like, "Why am I here?" Every time Muffin wants to leave, the, not Muffin. Every time March wants to leave the house, it's <laughs> like we have to hire Raina. Raina kept me safe. Like, you're going to the mall. <laughs> yes, but I need so a bodyguard funny. for the mall. What if somebody tries to touch me? Terrible <laughs> news, you're now one of March's friends. You're being paid to be there. Ah. <laughs> I think Durham probably buys, like, Raina, like, a bottle of strong liquor. Like, it just shows up on her doorstep one day. <laughs> like, my condolences on the tag or something. <laughs> Uh, pretty much. What's, what about Hugh? Hugh writes a paper on the social life of gemworms. Uh, it is very well received. A is, um, A is a fairly successful academic. Uh, A does visit Reyna regularly. Family. Because at one point we established that it was all Raina had, and we never did anything with that. Nope. <laughs> we, yeah, we never. We did nothing with any of the connections. I mean, we kind of did in that uh, March was irritating. <laughs> March was irritating. This is true. March would always have been irritating, but that's an amusing concept. <laughs> Um, I think we've explained how the uh, gem was added to. I think it's just that, you know, it was... Um, it's a ring. Yeah, we, it's we in make a ring it into a fit thing. for a giant. It gets put into a piece of technology, the air purifier, as a power mm. source, maybe. So they, they figure out how to just incorporate the ring, I think. Mm -hmm. Maybe mm -hmm. reforge the metal... Yeah. A little bit. Moving forward, uh, so how long between this round and the next round do we want there to have been a day, a week, a year, a decade, a century, a millennium, 10,000 years, 50,000 years? <laughs> oh, you back, Austin. Don't worry. It's him mechanized if you need it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I propose a decade. Hmm, towards... interesting. Okay, fair enough. 
What did you say, Will? I propose a decade, but I'm interested in hearing what Philo was thinking, too. I was thinking a really long time, because I sort of assume it'll be in the same place for a while, but I like the idea of it actually being in such a what you might think would be a permanent situation for actually not very long at all. So yeah, I'm I'm switching my vote for like decade. Mm. Like mm. maybe uh technology moved beyond the necessity for it. Mm. <laughs> or something happened. We can figure that out next round. Something could have happened. Yeah. Things often happen in games. Yeah. Dirk, what do you think? Oh, I was thinking uh, a century, but I have been convinced. A lot of shit can happen in ten years. Swords. It's true. I'm 29. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm whatever age I am. And I'm low toner. 28. <laughs> and I'm Joe Toner. Okay. <laughs> we're brothers. <laughs> okay, we're taking a break between rounds. <laughs> All right. Probably wise. I'll be back shortly. I'm gonna go get a drink. And my apologies to anyone whose favorite book is The Two Towers. I just think you're incorrect. on social media you can find us on tumblr at hope's hearth pod and if you would like to support us you can find us on coffee at ko-fi.com forward slash hs enclave this podcast is part of hearthside enclave and some other shows you might like are abbey archives a redwall book club analysis podcast and post-apocalyptic news radio a Fallout-inspired audio drama.